0: No.
1: Hello, you're listening to the Don't Date Me podcast Coming to you live but not live from Edinburgh, the capital of Scotland I'm standing just in front of the National Gallery of Scotland No less, it's very fancy, super fancy, lots of art, good types And do you know what? the fact that the raining is kind of good because it means that I'm not surrounded by loads of people right now I'm literally standing in the middle of the courtyard but just outside the gallery Uh, so what's happening on this week's episode let me tell you well before that I guess I should introduce myself if you've just joined this party welcome Uh, make yourself at home, grab a drink there's some snacks on the table in front of you, no doubt and if not, please do get some snacks because snacks are always required Uh, (laughs) I'm Jamie, a 38-year-old bisexual man and closet Christian and I am here to talk to you today about (laughs) the gay agenda. Now, I don't know why I chose to do that subject standing in front of the National Gallery of Scotland. That wasn't on purpose, but that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about the gay agenda. So really, we're going to be discussing stereotypes um, within the queer community, I guess. (laughs) One of which is a very strong one that a lot of people have a lot of opinions about. Uh, so I guess this would be the Hot Topic episode of the season. Uh, again, Sarah, I'm sorry, I know we agreed in advance not to talk about politics, not to talk about our private lives and not talk about Hot Topics, but it's season six, baby, and anything goes. <laughs> so the gay agenda. Um, okay my perspective is is that a lot of people have this weird conception that queer people and gay people want to recruit now i don't know about you if you're queer and listen to this podcast i wouldn't wish queerness on anybody it's a pain in the ass pun not intended ultimately why would i go around recruiting people to be gay queer bisexual or whatever when it's literally been such a pain in the ass. It was only in the past couple of years that I've made peace with it and actually went to pride to celebrate the community that doesn't accept me because I'm bisexual. So I find it really odd that people think that that is a thing. So we want to know your thoughts. What's your thoughts on the gay agenda? Does it exist? Is there one? Are you part of it? I mean, maybe there's a a queer conspiracy theory that I'm not part of. I've just not been invited to the party uh because i'm not gay enough <laughs> but um yeah if you have any opinions regarding the, the uh, gay agenda please let me know um you can attach your message via a post-it note and tie it to the, the foot of a pigeon and just pop it out a cannon uh send it over my way um or you could leave a wee comment or review uh, don't forget, we're on Instagram, so Instagram.com forward slash don't date me pod, and let me know your thoughts on this specific subject, which feels much like a hot topic because of what's happening in the world. Um, you know, don't want to get into geopolitical situations because that's not my bag, baby. That's not why I'm here. I'm here for the art and the freedom of expression and thought. But um, one thing I have noticed that seems to be a reoccurring trend with people that I'm friends with. This is not targeted at anyone, but what I'm finding is that a lot of people who are queer are really interested in dating, or when I say dating, I mean, bang, street people. Now I find this really interesting because I'm going to be really transparent with you. Street people really annoy me. And what I mean by that is they don't know privilege because they don't realise they are so privileged to live their little straight life li- doing their straight thing uh, living in a world which is just full of straight propaganda of movies TV shows, songs the whole caboodle and then they don't have people shouting at them in the street or protesting at them for being straight um, so if you are straight, thank you for listening to this podcast and being an ally we appreciate you, we see you, thank you But I just find it super interesting that people have got this... To me, I can only think of it as, like, this sort of... It's almost like... I don't want to say it's, like, abuse, because that's weird. But it's almost like sadomasochism, where it's like you want what you can't have kind of thing. And I guess, ultimately, that's kind of how I've modelled my career. I've always aspired to be the person that companies can't have because it actually makes me more... um, expensive when signing contracts to be quite honest just just to be super transparent with you um so that's a good tactic side note for for life but is it though hmm that's a good question uh but what i would say is ultimately i don't understand so if you are a queer person and you're obsessed with having sex with straight people why i need you to let me know because i don't understand and because i don't understand here is some clips from listeners and other people with their thoughts on the situation and hopefully by the end of this episode we will have learned together what the gay agenda is, why it exists and also why gay people want to have sex with straight people because I don't understand because they're terrible and as I say that a beautiful straight couple just walk past and I feel really terrible but you know what that's what happens when you record a podcast in the rain in the middle of Edinburgh in Scotland you just offend people
2: question about the gay agenda what is it how do you define the gay agenda
1: there's been this plan
2: like we used to go to meetings on wednesday in black cloaks okay. uh draw like a a big star in a circle on the ground uh we have like these cups of blood drink it pretty much and we kind of like plan to, like world domination like to make everyone gay and then like decrease the world population and yeah that's pretty much it
3: large organization like every big firm every civil service department the armed forces and so on there must be hundreds even thousands if all the homosexuals were to leave their jobs simultaneously the economy of the country would be thrown into something like chaos
1: what is this gay agenda that christians keep banging on about as if it's a bad thing this is a gay agenda monday Drink iced coffee Tuesday. Expensive brunch Wednesday. Rewatch Shit's Creek Thursday. Cut my boyfriend Friday. Drink champagne Saturday. Moisturize Sunday. Buy plants. What's wrong with that?
0: Long considered the place to turn for family-friendly entertainment, recent moves and statements by the Walt Disney Company indicate a turn toward a cultural agenda that threatens that legacy and possibly its future.
1: I grew up with the wonderful world of Disney on Sunday nights and you curl up with a blanket with your family and, and watch a great Disney movie and that that company doesn't exist anymore.
0: Back in March, Disney made headlines for publicly opposing a Florida law that bans public school lessons, including sexual orientation and gender identity in kindergarten through third grade. And
2: this is Quentin Crisp uh, as he is today. How many years after that, that charge?
3: The charge was brought against me in 1943, I
2: think. And uh, not only because of that speech, but because of, of uh, testimony by your friends and people who knew you that you yes. were not—you uh, were found innocent. of yes. that The charge was thrown out of court. Yes. Although not many years—well, yeah, many years before that, 14 years before that, you had in fact been a male prostitute. Yes, and, indeed. And you say in your book, and the film makes very clear that that is the time when you found out, I think your words are, there are others like me. Yes. How did that come about?
3: Well, of course, in those days, uh, many people denied that homosexuality existed at all. And I certainly never saw anyone who confessed to being homosexual, or even heard about them in my own life. So I only saw the boys in the middle of London who were also made up and looked effeminate, and therefore I assumed that all homosexuals were like myself, which of course I now know not to be so.
2: Like yourself in what way? That
3: they were all effeminate, Uh and that they all lived in this sort of dream world in which they were made up and bejeweled and lived this exotic life, either in fact or in their hearts.
2: The film portrays very movingly that that effeminate public effeminacy that, that you displayed. I, f- I must find, to say I find it much lessened from the film now. Is that because the film was a caricature or you've mellowed? Oh, yes. I couldn't carry on in quite
3: the same way now. I think it would be unsuitable. Why? Because of my age. I mean, when you're young, you can wear as much makeup as you like. And what you can't wear, you can carry. <laughs>
1: So there we go. That's some thoughts from people with regarding the gay agenda. Uh, as i said, you know, feel free to let me know your thoughts on the gay agenda. What is it? Do you enjoy it? Are you part of it? Listen, if there is an actual gay agenda that I don't know about, please email me. Uh, it's contact at itsjamiesparcs.com. That's contact at itsjamiesparcs.com. Uh, invite me. I'd love to be part of your party. I just, I love a party. I just don't want to be missed out. Do you know what I mean? Um, Anyway, so we've only got a few more episodes left of the podcast. Thank fucking Christ. Um, So we've got two two more episodes left. And I only have one more episode left to record. And I'm so happy that I have only one more episode. Because this podcast has been so much fun. I swear to God, it's almost destroyed me. (laughs) And maybe you'll find out about that at some point in the future if we make a documentary about the podcast um, we've got some footage that we started recording in the background and interviews and stuff but that'll be for a lot further down the line to be quite honest I need to make peace with the fact this whole thing happened <laughs> um, okay stay oh I need to think of a sign off now I haven't thought of it stay under a poncho because it's raining uh, don't forget to not feed the seagulls because they're terrifying and whatever you do, maybe date me but only if you have an umbrella Okay, bye! So, you're single and you're ready to mingle, but you don't know where to start. You could go to the bar, but that's kind of intimidating. You could try online dating, but we all know how that can go. Speed dating from Eventy brings you completely inclusive events, welcoming people of all genders and sexualities. Whether you identify as LGBTQ+, or not, eventy speed dating is the perfect opportunity for you to put yourself out there and have a laugh with friends their events take place in glasgow edinburgh and newcastle with plans to expand to other cities in the uk and let me tell you these events are not to be missed you might just find your next partner in crime or at least a great story to tell your friends grab your tickets on the eventy.com and join us for an unforgettable night of laughter fun and maybe even a little bit more Speed Dating by Eventy. Unique, inclusive events for all. Hey, thank you for listening. The Don't Date Me podcast is created by Jamie Sparks Productions. If you enjoyed it, follow our show and rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. You can rate us each time you listen to an episode. Pure date, as it helps people find our show. Keep in touch by dropping us an email at don'tdatemepod at itsjamiesparks.com and follow us on Twitter or Instagram at don'tdatemepod. If you love what we're doing, please consider donating to UNICEF to aid the people of Ukraine. Recently, our listeners raised £410 after gift matching. You can find the link in the show notes. See you on the next episode.
0: Time now for The Ridiculous, and tonight I'd like to address something sometimes referred to as the gay agenda. Now, I've never actually been to the secret meeting where the gays plot their agenda, though I imagine the catering is quite amazing. But thanks to someone named Larry Tomzak, my eyes have been opened. Larry says there's an avalanche sweeping across our society today. It's not a trickle, it's a tsunami. The mixed metaphor, by the way, is all Larry's. In an op-ed for The Christian Post, he writes, and I quote, the indoctrination and propaganda coming from those advocating a gay lifestyle in our country, classrooms and culture are increasing. All of us need to take note and take action to guard those we love. We are being bombarded. You can tell Larry's being serious because he, the B's are capitalized. Now look, I don't know what a gay lifestyle is, just like I don't know what a straight lifestyle is. Seems like all the gay people I know, just like all the straight people I know, live all different kinds of lives. I know gay police officers and doctors, gay marines and ministers, even a couple of gay TV news anchors, believe it or not. And all the ones I know just want to be able to live their lives with the same kind of rights and responsibilities as everyone else. Now Larry says that indecent behavior is being conveyed to unsuspecting children and points to the fact that both Dancing with the Stars and Survivor have had gay contestants and that Ellen DeGeneres celebrates her marriage, and yes, by the way, he puts marriage in quotation marks. Ellen talked about other examples on her show recently. So in the article, the pastor criticizes a lot of TV shows for promoting gay agendas. He says that Glee has over five characters, Modern Family had a gay wedding. Anderson Cooper boasts about his homosexuality. If you ask me, Larry's watching a lot of gay TV. (laughs) That's right, I'm in there as well, me and my constant boasting. Larry Tomczak has a solution for avoiding this gay problem. He recommends that parents turn off the TV and turn on the DVD player so their kids can watch wholesome shows like I Love Lucy and Leave it to Beaver. Now listen, I agree with Larry. I grew up watching I Love Lucy and I'm as straight as they come. As for the Beeve, I never tuned into that. It just never sparked my interest for some reason. I don't know why. Anyway, those were the good old days when when gay people could be arrested for going to a bar, fired from their jobs, which actually they still can in many states, and live life largely in the shadows. Good times. Larry may also like the new TLC show all about men who are naturally attracted to other men but decide to marry women anyway. It's called My Husband's Not Gay, and some of the couples were on Good Morning America explaining their very reasonable decisions. Every time I got to the core of who I am, I knew that I wanted to be married to a woman and I knew that I wanted children and I wanted to be a father and I wanted to be called daddy when I come home. For the record, there's plenty of gay people who are having kids these days and, by the way, if you're a gay guy who wants to be called daddy, you don't necessarily have to get married to a woman. I'm just saying. There's been a lot of criticism of the show by gay people who feel it supports the notion that somehow gay people can and should change. I feel certainly for anybody who's not happy with who they are. The guys on this show insist they have regular marriages and do regular guy things like go shopping together. Hey, you see
1: that guy over there? Mm Mm-hmm. What do you think?
0: He's a good-looking guy for sure.
3: He's okay. I kind of like guys that are a little more athletic. Is it your type?
1: Yeah, I think he's a great-looking guy, but then I, I like the swimmer's build. What's the swimmer's build? So what
0: kind of guy are you into? Usually taller like brian Reynolds, yeah with you there who isn't just like a bunch of straight married guys going out shopping together they also insist they can have attraction towards their wives even though they are naturally inclined to be attracted toward men i'll let them explain you could say
1: i'm oriented toward donuts and if i was being true to myself i would eat donuts a lot more than i eat donuts but am i miserable am i lonely am i denying myself because I don't eat donuts as much as I might like to eat
0: donuts. And I'm not. Yeah, not gay. Who's the donut in that analogy, by the way? I, I think you need to throw something else in there, perhaps a bear claw. Look, the point is gay people are more visible today. And while that makes Larry uncomfortable so much so that he, as Ellen points out, spends a lot of his time watching and thinking about gay people, I'm not sure turning back the clock or the TV dial is the solution. But look, Larry, don't worry. When you're up late at night thinking about what gay people are doing, then I'm sure you can always find a good rerun to watch somewhere on The Ridiculous.